0: Welcome back. Thanks for joining again for uh, our second for our second session of the e-learning series. And today I want to talk a little bit about stress and frustration management for our kids, particularly during uh, e-learning time. And, you know, the first thing to remember is that most of our kids are still learning how to be frustrated, right? Most of them don't have a lot of experience with, um, you know, appropriate frustration management. And frankly, as an emotion, and as kids are still learning how to manage emotion, frustration and stress are just one of those things that they're still learning how to manage that emotion within themselves. And especially if your kids are, you know, younger than 10 ish, uh, they still definitely haven't learned the skill of of managing frustration. Well, and so the first thing that I want you to think about is how do you model frustration? You know, think about when you're in the car and someone pulls out in front of you, or when you're in the car and uh, you know the red light turns red just as you're coming up on it. Uh, when things don't go your way, or when things don't go the way that you expect them to go, how do you um, how do you respond? Do you respond with frustration or ah, Or you know, how is it that you respond because? as they are still developing that skill, they're looking to us to know how to do that. So if you uh, can catch yourself being frustrated and responding certain ways when you're frustrated, it may be that you can also imagine that your kids uh, might be mimicking some of that. And that doesn't mean that we don't get to be frustrated, right? Don't hear me saying like, oh no, you don't get to, to be frustrated or angry or show any kind of emotion. What I am saying is instead consider how... You model that and maybe the ways that your kids are uh, maybe seeing that and what they're taking away from that. And so really the next part of that, after realizing how do I model frustration management? The next thing is, how are you actually teaching it? You know, I think sometimes we see our kids and they get frustrated and they maybe they start whining or they say, I hate I hate math or, or I hate you for making me do this or some version of of a misbehavior right when they're frustrated. Do we just punish or Do we take time to actually teach, right? Telling them, take a breath, right? Telling them, all right, let's count to five. I can tell you're frustrated. I often with my kids, when they get overly frustrated and um, they react in a way that's not what I want them to do, like yelling or stomping their feet or growling at me. (laughs) I get a lot of growling, (laughs) but um, I usually tell them, try it again. Right. So I say, okay, it's time to turn off your iPad and go in and, um, you know, put away your laundry or whatever. And their immediate reaction is frustration and their behavior and frustration is growling at me. So my job is to teach them how to respond. Right. So instead of just punishing them and saying, okay, you don't get to have iPad anymore, I say, let's try it again. I'm going to say to you, It's time to fold your laundry. You have to turn off the iPad. And what I want you to do is just say, okay, or okay, mom, or okay, I will, or some version of that. So we have to spend a little bit of time teaching them. And if their behavior continues to show us that they don't know how to respond, then our job is continued teaching, not necessarily just punishing. I'm not saying that I don't punish my kids. And I'm not saying there isn't a time and space for punishing kids. But I am saying that sometimes when our kids are having an emotional moment, rather than just going straight to punishing, maybe we take some time to actually um, take that moment of teaching. And then as we think about how are we modeling it, how are we teaching it, then how are we practicing the other thing that's helpful for our kids as they are learning how to manage stress and frustration is to actually practice with them when they're not feeling stressed or frustrated. So in the moments where you're just kind of hanging out in the car or in the moments where you're just kind of hanging out um, and they're they're not emotional, those are the moments where you can practice. So you can say things like, hey, you remember how when... Um, Earlier today, when I told you that it was time to put your laundry away, and uh, you got really frustrated and you kind of growled at me, this isn't a time for shaming, right? Let me clarify, it's not a time for shaming, but it is a time for saying, you know, I just want to practice that again, or have you think about it in your mind again, a way that you can... Uh, respond differently next time if your child feels like you are bringing this up and they might say like oh don't talk about it i'm over it i don't want to talk about it again just say it's okay all of us need practice to do all sorts of things and this is just one of those one of those areas where uh, we want to just practice okay so i'm not trying to bring it up i'm not trying to make you feel bad but i do want for you to practice and to be better as I was thinking about um, e-learning specifically, I came up with a couple of specific common times when our kids show uh, frustration or stress, right? The first thing to keep in mind is that our kids may find e-learning stressful or frustrating because their friends aren't there. So imagine when you want to start a new workout routine, right? And You know what the difference feels like when you do it by yourself or when you do it with a friend, right? So the moments when you have to go for a run and you're going by yourself, it's not nearly as fun. (laughs) Sometimes it's frustrating, Um, but when you have a friend there, it makes it better, right? So know that when their friends aren't there, even just their presence of their friends makes it an easier way to um, makes it easier for them to learn. It doesn't mean that you get to invite friends over (laughs) right during e-learning time. But I think what I'm trying to get us to see is that as we put ourselves in the shoes of our kids, as we see through the lens of our child's um, current state, those are the things that I want you to just have a little more empathy for, right? Like, yeah, I get that you, um, I get that it stinks. I wish your friends were here. I wish your friends were here too right? So it's okay that they get frustrated that their friends aren't around. And maybe that means you sit with them a little bit more that day when they are kind of specifically talking more about friends or maybe you just notice they're missing friends more. Maybe you sit in with them a little bit. The second common e-learning frustration <laughs> is that we aren't teachers, right? And in fact, maybe the hardest part is that we're not their teacher, right? And that we're not ever really going to be their teacher. So um, your kids at this point has f- have formed a really great relationship with their teacher. And even if they hate their teacher, the consistency of their teacher every day is still something that they miss. And on top of that, we are not trained to be teachers. Or if we are trained to be teachers, so if some of you out there are like, well, actually, I am a teacher, you're not trained to be your child's teacher. And trust me, as a child psychologist, I know that I can't, um, I can't practice psychology on my own kids it just doesn't work that way, right? So as we are doing things differently than their teacher would do it, right? The number of times where maybe you've heard your child say during an e-learning session where they say, that's not how Mrs. Jones says we're supposed to do it. Or no, that's not what she said we're supposed to do. They can get frustrated because we are not their teacher. And so it's a fair response for us to say, you know what? you're right. I'm not your teacher. Let's let's look together and see if we can figure out how your teacher might want you to do this. Or you can ask your teacher how you would want, how she would want you to do this or how he would want you to do this. So their friends aren't around. We're not their teacher and we're, we're stepping into this role that uh, might lead to frustration or stress just anyway. And then We have to talk about technology and the frustrations that have continued to come up around technology and when it doesn't work. Now, this is frustrating for most of us, even as grownups, right? Technology is great when it works and when it doesn't work, we get really irritated. So when your kids get frustrated because the video is not coming up, or because their teacher hasn't posted something, or it hasn't come up right, or whatever. This is really just a moment for just straight up stress management stuff. So it's take a breath. It's okay. You know what, we're going to walk away from this, and we're going to take a break. And we'll see if, you know, the technology is working next. My son uh, is in kindergarten, and they use a specific app and it seems like periodically that app just sort of shuts down and quits working and before i sort of allow myself to get frustrated by it which in turn is going to make my son frustrated or stressed by it i try to take honestly really i try to take an audible breath of like okay it's okay it's okay and sometimes i even repeat that in my mind or out loud it's okay. And I say to him, it's all right. It's no problem. We will make sure that the technology works. We'll check back again. There's, we don't need to be frustrated right now by the technology and it's okay. What we don't want to do is say, calm down. It's not, it's not a big deal. When we say calm down, it's not a big deal. Our kids are likely to meet that with increased frustration. Instead, honor their frustration because we all know how frustrating technology can be. So take a breath, honor their frustration by saying something like, I know it's frustrating. I know it is. When you want to do something and the, the, the iPad or the computer just isn't working, I know that that's frustrating. Let's take a break. Let's come back to this and then we'll get it uploaded together. So If you notice that your child is just continuing to get more and more irritated or more and more agitated, I'd encourage you just to take a break and just walk away. So just say something like, you know what, let's go over here and let's play a game or let's take a five minute break or let's go get a snack. Because if they are continuing to go up and up and up with their frustration or their stress, it's really unlikely that they are in a mindset that they're actually going to be able to learn. So your job is just to get them back down from being so frustrated and so emotional, because there's not going to be learning that happens um, when they're there. So Hopefully some of these tips have been helpful to you as you are engaging in some very frustrating and very stressful moments with your kids. I would love to hear your feedback, any questions or thoughts you have. You can catch us on Facebook at Make Words Matter for Kids and or on my website, makewordsmatterforgood.com. I hope that as e-learning continues, you will find ways to incorporate uh, your words and making them Uh, matter for good. Take care, everyone. Stay safe.